Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to the Beer Ladies podcast. I'm Lisa and I am your host this week and we are really excited to have a special guest. So some of you may recall we've talked to a lot of different brewery folks here in Ireland. We've talked to some in the States. We've even talked to people in Rwanda. However, this I think, and keep me honest uh, ladies, is our, our first venture into the onto the continent proper. So um, before I hand over to my co-hosts Tandy and Katie, I want to welcome Ulrike or Ole Gans from Berlin and Schneeuil. How did I do? Schneeuil. Schneeuil. There we go. You know. Schneeuil in Berlin. So first of all, welcome Ulrike. We're thrilled to have you. Hi. Greetings from Berlin. <laughs> oh, thank you. So before we dive in, I'm going to say the usual things about, uh, you know, we really appreciate you guys liking, subscribing. We are at Beer Ladies Pod on most of the socials. That's your Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And we now have a link tree where if you look up Beer Ladies Podcast, you'll find our link tree. It's easy to Google. It has links to all of our other places, all of our other socials, all of our episodes, but you can also support the pod there with buying merchandise, or you'll find uh, links to our show notes. You can buy us a coffee or a pint, like, subscribe, all of those things. So we really want to say thank you for doing those things. And with that, going to do some quick intros, and then we're going to dive into the, the meat of this week's episode, where we're going to be talking to Ulrika about her career, about Berliner Weiss, and why it's so interesting. So we're really thrilled about that. But before we do that, I'm going to start with Tandy and say, Tandy, what are you drinking this evening? What am I drinking? Well, I couldn't find um, a good Berliner Weiss, <laughs> but I, d- I did of find not. a... Of course not. Yeah, definitely not. Not not here, Ulrike. You'll have to keep us honest. Um, I did find this one from Toel. It's it's a Yuzu Goza, which I think is really cool. Um, and wow. I've just cracked it open. But I must say that as a nod um, to our topic of the day, even though it's the wrong brand, I do have kind of the right shape of glass. So it's, it's like a it's like a goblet, I guess. I think that's that's what I'd read was that we drink Berliner Weisses out of like beautiful wide mouthed goblets. So uh, I'm drinking a Danish beer from a Belgian, I guess, brewery glass. But yeah, Yuzu, Yuzu Goza, and Yuzu for those who don't know is a very like it's almost a mixture between a lemon and a lime. So it's a citrus fruit, but it's extra punchy. Um, and I love goza because why not? And I love citrus. So yeah, this is this is doing it for me. Excellent. Thank you, Tandy. And Katie, how, how about yourself? What have you got this evening? Oh, uh, I feel like a naughty child now because <laughs> uh, I'm not big into my sour beers at all, but I decided I had to go German for the, for the theme, you know, Berlin. So I have a Weizenbach oh, from, from Eyinger. So 7.1%. It's lovely. It's a Monday evening here and it's starting to get a little bit uh, autumnal in the air. It's starting to get a bit cooler. But um, I actually, I did a year in Erasmus in Berlin. And I'm going to let people know my age here now for 98 (laughs) to 99. And when I was there, I never, I don't think I ever came across a Berliner Weiss. So I'm really interested, you know, yeah, to hear the, the story of it because 
that year in Berlin like really opened my eyes to amazing German lagers and German uh, vice beers and things like that. And now I'm like, oh, why did I never came across that? And I and I'm sure Ulrika has a story or behind that that I, I'm really eager to hear. Absolutely. And we're <laughs> yeah. about to turn over. I'll just say quickly, I've got uh, what says it's a Berliner Weiss. Well, we'll say maybe, maybe not. We'll get the we'll get the rating at the end. Um, I have a Sour Susie from uh, Lervig in Norway. So um, I, I will say it's uh, very different from the beers I have had from Schneeule. So well, we can chat about that a little bit. Um, not unpleasant, but different. But with that, Ulrika, what have you gotten? Uh, we wanted to tell us a little bit about sort of your take on Berliner Weisses and how you got into brewing. We'd love to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But first I want to show you how to serve Berliner Weisses, ah, right? Yes. You definitely yeah. need a glass wide open excellent so you uh, the old berliner weiße glasses are more round so like this this is more like a goblet like yours right penny mm. and uh, then you have to have definitely an opener because right, sometimes yeah. uh the beer is really happy that it sees you <laughs> and so uh, it um comes out of the bottle and want to kiss you then <laughs> so uh, definitely don't do it like i now sitting on my sofa and uh, just uh, next to my computer <laughs> but have a have a glass right next to you and an opener fast open and and uh, then the rule said decanters as clear as possible from the yeast because in ah. my beer is yeast on the bottom so it can ferment um and ferment and ferment um absolutely till you open the bottle <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's yeah. so it can be very exciting <laughs> well that makes yeah. perfect sense as well because it's a style that has got bottle fermentation or bottle conditioning built in i guess and i'm sure we're going to get to it more but let's let's i guess go back to uli we want to hear your story how did you even get into beer i mean my god oh no wait what are you drinking i oh drink god, in, I'm so excited. I drink in Sorry. Uh, kennedy the new kennedy you see it's turbid it's not clear oh, okay yeah. so it's it's quite young kennedy so it's and kind that's, of that's a the one that's quite happy yeah yeah brilliant <laughs> when, when we say young how young are we talking Mm. um end of um it's bottled end of august okay oh, wow so in the 20s excellent so around a month so fantastic kind of. yeah for those just listening tandy is making some approving nodding looks we're, we're very impressed so it looks <laughs> awesome it, it looks does. awesome and i want to try i've got i've, <laughs> I've got an order from your uh, shop in my cart as we speak <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully you deliver to ireland <laughs> i've done it. it it does work it does work you can get it ordered and uh, shipped to ireland so have done it work well all good yeah it's not that 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 uh it's a bit expensive with the with the um, mail of course and but somehow it works mostly it works right yeah. <laughs> yeah within the eu it seems okay it's it's definitely easier nowadays than trying to order anything from the uk where you never know what you'll be paying at the end of that so that's true that's true yeah yeah excellent yeah so with that how, how did you get into brewing and and then why berliner weiss and i'm sure we're going to dive a little deeper into what what we really mean by berliner weiss yeah why i brewing um I um, first I started civil engineering, so and uh, that was quite boring at least. <laughs> and so I said, mm, "No, it's not my profession." Mm. So kind of, and so I, I choose to to study something different. So uh, I started um, studying bio biotechnology here in in Berlin in the TU Berlin. Uh, because my, my first idea was ah, microorganisms, chemistry, and um, maybe cleaning uh, soil or water with microorganisms, stuff like this. So um, environment uh, scientists, uh, sci scientific stuff. Um, 
And then I saw, oh, in TU, you could also study brewing technology. Uh-huh. Sounds also not, uh, that sounds also interesting. And um, yeah, the, the Kommiliton was more older, was more men. So like, like in civil engineering, so not this much uh, horrible young uh, girls, you know, with these, <laughs> eh, no, that's mine, <laughs> go away. So I, I, I like the, um, the man's drinking with them. And so, um, yeah, we'll see what, what, what's, what's good in, in, brewing, in studying brewing technology. And I saw, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's not just one um, part, it's um, um, biology, as a microbiology. Uh, it's uh, brewing technology, of course. Also um, engineering like um, um, Maschinenbau. What's that said, Maschinenbau? You understand building, what I mean? Building your machines, making your machinery. Machines and, and, and mm. apparatus, stuff like this. Also thermodynamic, physics. And uh, so it was much more interesting than just so. And also it was so bottom uh, and, and grounded. So that I said, yeah, hmm. when, uh, when everything goes away and broke so the people want to drink alcohol mm -hmm. and uh, the people have to to live somewhere so civil engineering and brewing technology should be the best you can have oh, brilliant <laughs> exactly um, we need you in a in a zombie apocalypse we're coming to your house <laughs> that's it that's yeah it. you can build us a really good bunker and set up the whole brewing system for us everything and you can try and clean the soil if you want <laughs> yeah <Can why> I? <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect oh, and Ulrika are yeah, you from Berlin itself the city yeah. did you grow up no, there you not. did so I lived there since since you are away so kind of because I, I moved to Berlin uh, in uh, 2000 around mm. 2000 and in this time there was not much good beer <laughs> So a lot of um, yeah, punker clubs, stuff like this. So wild parties with really cheap and not that good beer. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna say, Ulrika, that the cheap and not that good beer in Germany is much better than the cheap and not that good beer in Ireland. <laughs> just gonna say that. Could, could be, that's the reason we have really, really problems with, with our um, uh, craft beer scene because mm. our regulary in, industrial beer it's also kind of a craft beer right. so often it's it's family um brewery and stuff like this but this is yeah so in a, on a high level <laughs> yeah so and the people said yeah why why we have to change it we don't need it to change because this beer is really good right yeah and so we stay in our 90 cents uh, half a liter <laughs> lager beer so we don't want uh, this special strange hopped or i don't know uh strange uh, not uh, with Reinhardt's, Reinhardt's <laughs> Geburt, um, Brewage, yeah, and so it's a bit difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and so I totally understand that this in 1919 uh, was also no Berliner Weisse left, by the way. It was, um, clo the, the last brewery was closed in 1992 around. This was uh, Schultheis okay. and um, the, the East um, side Weisse was also quite, quite good. This was uh, Vilna, so further was Vilna, so in the, in the 50s, 60s, uh, or earlier, they call it Vilna. Um, and they brewed it uh, with the right techniques, so at least. Uh, but Radeberger Gruppe, Gruppe uh, bought all the Berliner breweries 
uh, in uh, after the walls falls down, and uh, they closed these real Berliner breweries because mm. the east side was too old. <laughs> so the equipment goes directly in the uh, museum, and uh, Schultheis was too big because uh, okay. the people don't want to drink it anymore because it was too low in alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And they um, uh, they mix it anyway with syrup. And so they said, okay, um, yeah, let's take this um, industrial Kindleweiser stuff. Right. Um, we know shoulders is better, but still um, it's much easier for us because we could, uh, uh, brew the Berliner Weisse, the Kindle Weisse, right next to our um, prisoners. So, because have no bread and muses and no yeah. living lactose. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely. And I, I know the, yeah, uh, it's not that wasn't that common in Katie's time here. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, and I know the, the Kindle one, I think, was the first one I came across in the early 2000s, but you're right, so different. You don't have any of that Britannomyces character at, at, at all. Um, and, and then when I lived in Philadelphia, there was one called Ich bin ein Berliner Weiss um, that was actually uh, closer, I think, a little bit closer to some of your beers where you could add the, the syrups on your own. So you would have your, your Woodruff or your, your, your uh, yeah, Kimbia. I'm close to it, I hope. Yeah. But, um, but still, still, it was kind of missing that part. You had kind of the lactobacillus kind of flavor, but you didn't have the Britannomyces kind of uh, character and I can see Tandy may have a question about maybe I do how are these different and how what's what's the real thing so Tandy so, dive in so, so basically uh, I literally learned today that traditional Berliner Weisse were made with with Britannomyces I didn't know this so I literally researching oh. for this podcast I was like yeah. what I didn't know this at all the way that I've always understood or known Berliner Weiss is to be a low alcohol, slightly sort of tart beer, very refreshing, very effervescent, made with some portion of wheat. Um, and the way that I'd always heard it was that you should drink it very young. So almost brew it, bottle it, and then drink it a couple of weeks later. And actually the younger, not the younger, the better, but definitely with, you know, I've never, I had never heard until today of aging a Berlin of ice. Now, obviously this is because I'm um, clearly ignorant, but today <laughs> I learned that what you're doing Ulrike is almost re-resurrecting um, the way that Berlin of ice was made pre almost World War One, as opposed to yeah. pre 90s, which is fascinating to me. And for those, for those listening or watching at home who are home brewers, if you've only ever considered kettle souring your Berliner Weiss, it's not going to be historically accurate. <laughs> Might be good, but not accurate. The other thing that I knew about um, Berliner Weiss was that almost only in Germany, but th this addition of the syrups, I'd never had them with syrups before, syrups before until funny enough, we went to craft crew uh, Brucro last year. They're an Irish brewery here and they had all these different syrups. And I thought, oh, that's such a weird thing to add to a beer. Like, why would you want to change the flavor? But these things all came in different times of history and for different reasons. So Ulrike, could you give us like a, a bit of a crash course in <laughs> Berliner Weiss history and then tell us why you've chosen to go, you know, so very traditional with the way that you brew them? Yeah, crash course. It's it's not that. It's not a one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're lucky when it's under a, in an hour. <laughs> um, but you have to imagine a beer. Yeah, beer itself is thousand years old, and it changed also, of course. Yeah, so because techniques to do it, blah blah blah, and a lot uh, of the techniques and the knowledge we don't know anymore. Right. Because yeah. They forgot it, so kind <laughs> of. So how, how we forgot, almost forgot uh, to brew a Berliner Weisse. So the Berliner Weisse style is around two, 300, 400 years old. So eventually it starts in the time where 
we have also Gose. Uh, Negus, I'm sorry, Gose. <laughs> Gose is, is, is another talk also. Yeah. Um, so in this time, so, and you have to imagine um, there are 100,000 people in a swamp in Berlin, yeah? Berlin was a swamp and two big rivers crossed here. So everything was kind of, yeah, swampy, <laughs> yeah? And imagine a lot of these people uh, living here, so you can't drink water from the uh, rivers anymore. And uh, yeah, you have to drink beer. So it's low in alcohol. And this Berliner Weisse is a daily drink, yeah? So everybody have to drink it. Children, pregnant, old, men, women, everybody. So, um, because it's sour. So, and uh, sourness keeps the, the water safe, yeah? For, uh, against uh, colibacterias, all the, the bad bacterias uh, from the, from the, um, intestinal stuff, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So they have to to drink it, and um, in when it starts or when they drink it, they don't mix it with uh, syrup. Of course not, because three hundred years ago. Uh, sugar was really expensive. Mm, yeah. So uh, the cheap sugar um, started in 1830 around the so cheap uh, sugar production and really slowly. So and, um, in 1900 around have Berliner Weisse the, the biggest amount would say. So around they, they brewed around uh, 1 million hectoliters of this um, style in Berlin and drunk it, of course. And um, so also um, in this time comes the, the sugar uh, cheaper mm. and cheaper. And uh, so they started it uh, to see it like a lemonade kind of, because it's sour, ah, yeah. Lemonade is sour and sweet. And fruity, or herbal, or with a with a special taste. So um, in the last century, uh, they uh, start to drink it with syrup. So oh, before, yeah. before they want to, uh, they they drank it without, of course. And uh, but imagine you drink the the whole day, uh, Berliner Weisse. You want also a little bit be drunk in the evening <laughs> so you add of course schnapps yeah ah, okay. and this was yes. uh, berliner weiße with strippe uh, berliner weiße with strippe means this is caraway liquor yeah it's caraway yeah. schnapps isn't it caraway schnapps so yeah cool. it's, it's a bit sweet so but also caraway yeah, is a bit strange but it works. It's it's uh, really nice, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> or they they added um, uh, liquor, uh, also yeah, Pomeranzenlikör, kind of stuff like this. So it was possible to to get drunk at least, also. <laughs> and um, yeah, usually the people drink it um, fresh because they drink it all day. So was the question, we go on the, on the water pump on the street or just around the corner to the next brewery and pick up the, the young beer. And the Berliner Weisse breweries just brewed young beer, just main fermentation. And then it goes to the so-called beer verleger. It was a beer bottle business kind of, yeah. They put it in, put it in, in, in barrels and bottled it and sold it to the to the bars or whatever to um, the drinkers in somewhere else. Eventually, of course, event eventually uh, it gets this big name wise. Uh, the Berliner Weisse because um, the 
Bottle Maker, the Bottle Beer Verleger, um, makes, of course, commercials. So, yeah, you have oh, to okay. drink it. Here, I give you bottle, blah, blah, blah. And um, the normal Berliners bottle it themselves because it's expensive. Yeah, when someone else do it, then it's expensive. And um, then it was also common that they put the, the bottles in the, in the basement or in the garden, in the earth, something like this, and aged it for a while. Mm. So, and this, this could be, yeah, three years or seven oh, wow. years or 10 years. Or they put it also uh, when, when the child was born. Um, so next in the cellar somewhere. And right here, we drink this beer when the child is 20 or 18, stuff like this. Oh, wow, I had no idea. So, huh. Yeah, so like, like with wine, yeah, with wine, yeah. I heard with wine is also. Um, and the Berliner did it, uh, told me, yeah, it's like champagne. No, it's better. So something <laughs> like this. And this makes the, the, the Bretelmüses. So Bretelmüses, it's really important for the taste and for the character and uh, um, what you can do with it. Because uh, when you just have Sachemüses, yeah, everybody knows, then you have Javier. And then it's died. Mm. So it's uh, autolyzed auto the yeast and it don't taste good. And the fresh yeast refresh also the beer always. Yeah. And so you can also play with the Breton muses <laughs> in this case. And um, yeah, I found it out uh, when, when I studied my uh, professor for brewing technology uh, wrote his PhD about Berliner oh, Weisse brewing or wow. the character of Berliner Weisse and what is, what's in. And he found out, so you have to have definitely Brettomyces. And this is also a bit different than these Brettomyces from the Goose. Oh, from Belgium. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, it develops developed of course in berlin in the culture in mm. so yeah how they do it what they do with the with them yeah so um so um yeah and be, because you don't have to to care about that you don't know it yeah. <laughs> because all the yeah. all the papers about berliner weisse is written in german yeah and uh, then also in this special schrift, uh, uh, in the letters, the special letters when uh, where the uh, S looks like a F. Oh yes, oh stuff yeah, like this, so uh, Frakturschrift. Yeah, so the old style, the script this that is written old, in, yeah, old mm. German style. So of course, so and and the most of the techniques and stuff like this wasn't wasn't in the papers right. because the the german brewers don't want to to share the secrets ah yes yeah, so they would yes, just pass secrets. it down they wouldn't necessarily yeah. write it down right that's it yeah and also um yeah around this 1900 they also started with the uh, laboratory cultures and with a microscope uh, stuff like this and um, so uh, and, and Brenner Mützes they saw the first time around 19, 1904 or what was the first time they see this special yeast what looks like look like a fungus and <laughs> um, and uh, so in this time, they stopped scientific uh, work on Berliner Weisse. Oh. So it was just, uh, they brewed it and it was a little bit so, mm -hmm. but the main interest was uh, about Pilsner, Lagers, unsour beers and stuff like this. And so of course the English speaking communities 
have no idea what is Berliner Weisse because they can't read it. Right. So, and nobody uh, told them and nobody, nobody brood, brooded. So when, when I started um, have interest for, for this beer style, I just found papers how I uh, killed Brettanomyces and mm. uh, um, Lactobacillus, but not right. how to get it and how to grow <laughs> it, how to care for blah, blah, blah. So right. this, uh, the sour was bad. I have yeah. to learn yeah. and still learn, yeah, um, to do it because nobody can, can told, could told me yeah. mm. <laughs> what's best. And um, so, I was quite lucky that I just studied it and have just theoretically um, thinking about brewing and what could happen with these special uh, bacteria. And I'm not um, uh, um, educated brewer, so from from practice wise. So uh, because all the the brewers I know wouldn't do this. Right. <laughs> so it's our, oh, God, that's <laughs> Most brewers would do anything to keep Britannomyces out of their brew house at all times. It's, it's just it. one of those off flavors, unless it's obviously added in deliberately. So, yep, that tracks. <laughs> and also also sours. Sours mm. is also, oh, nah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Britannomyces, in the, in the normal way to brew, you have contact with lactobacillus because mm. lactobacillus grows also on malt, yeah, uh, but not that much with Brettanomyces because uh, in our days we have a lot of um, stainless steel um, stuff and not that much wooden stuff. Right. And uh, Brettanomyces is adapted to wooden barrels or wooden whatever with beer contacted stuff. Yeah, and so yeah, and and it's it's quite it's quite uh, slow also. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> I on wonder. The one hand, it's an advantage uh, to yeah. brew with. On the other hand, uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they could go back into some of those things they took out and put in museums and culture and wake up some old yeast that's just slumbering away in an old barrel or you know, you know somewhere. I wonder. Fascinating stuff. Uh, nee, it's think. not possible in the in the, in the barrel. <laughs> you have to have a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You need to be living yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you. Someone buried some beers, some proper old style Berliner Weisses, and I don't know. Something happened, and they never dug them up, and they're could, there somewhere. Could be, could be in a shipwreck. Every now and then, you find shipwrecked beer. So that could happen. Yeah. yeah. That that could be. You will find also Berliner Weisses. I'm quite sure, yeah. because in this in this time a lot of beers was was um, uh, stored in in wooden barrels, and uh, when they are a bit bit stronger, definitely, and so what, definitely it's also possible that you gets a Brettanomyces infection. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting to just thinking about that, that kind of sourness where, whereas you think about what you often see as kind of the interpretation of Berliner Weiss, maybe like you said, in people who couldn't read any of the, either the Fraktur or even any of the, the German where you often see now, um, maybe there's a sour beer, Tandy, like you were saying, like a kettle sour underneath, but a lot of the ones you see elsewhere are very sweet, just in terms of what's been added to them, like that come pre-mixed with all these these different, often very, very fruity flavors. And what's your, what's your take on that? They're clearly not, you know, traditional as such, even though they may put the, the label on them, but they're very different beasts, clearly. And also the taste changed. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> so uh, when you have a recipe yeah. of, of cake, right. from, uh, 150 years ago, it's like a bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Absolutely. like a cake. You would call it a bread yeah that's uh, very true much less sweet yeah. yeah yeah that's true and it's weird because Britannomyces as it's as a yeast or as a the organism because nobody you know nobody really knows what it really does but <laughs> what it does do is that it eats all of the very complex sugars that normal Saccharomyces can't eat so that's but the trade-off is that it's slow so that's why people will 
age bears for a really long time in a cask with Protanomyces. And what it gives is maybe a slight sourness, but actually what it gives is this like complexity to the beer. Yeah. It gives you a bit of like a horse blanket and hay and leather and, and all these really interesting flavors that you can't just get from Lactobacillus or Saccharomyces. So it's a really interesting organism and has a really interesting yeast. And yeah, I didn't know that it was in a bill of ice. So I'm fascinated by this whole discussion. <laughs> and Uli, I want to ask you, um, you know, the way um, a lot of European things are, are designated, you, you can't put the label, like you can't put the label champagne unless it's grown in champagne. Has that yes. been applied for for a Berliner Weisse? Like it has to be brewed in Berlin and it has to have the Brettomyces, the, the right yeast and because it really should, right? Because it's a historic style. At least, yes. Uh, otherwise, we had something like Berliner Weisse also in Bremen, for example. And I think the, the beer style itself was also have, have its origin also in, in Hannover. So with oh, the old okay. Hahn beer, yeah. And so, yeah, I think it would be nice when the brewer call it not Berliner Weisse. Okay, I know especially the US brewers and the US people said, oh, German, German name, uh, named beer yeah. um, German city named beer yeah so because they also like Kölsch right. I don't know why because Kölsch <laughs> itself is a bit boring <laughs> yeah also I would prefer a pale ale uh, what's at least it's um, it's a less tasteable pale ale uh, Kölsch <laughs> yeah. and also a Kölsch it's quite new beer style also it's it have to be filtered, by the way, mm, as yeah. they call it, uh, you have to call it Wies. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure they love these uh, beer styles named after German cities. Yeah, because I, I, I would prefer when they called it eventually, I don't know, Boston Weisse or, yeah, they, they, um, uh, use it in Florida, yeah, with these fruited, oh, yeah, fruited vices, fruited kettle sours to say the Florida vices, <laughs> yeah, make it properly local, yeah. So, yeah, yeah so it's, why not? It's, yeah. it's also a special style from this area, right? Yeah, so, can be, yeah, yeah. So, there's a deeper, broader tradition, I guess, is what you're saying. Like, now we or it ended up being just Berlin, but it was a broader, you know, kind of style previously, I guess, and it just kind of got smaller and smaller over the decades. And also what, what I want to say is we need more names for the beer styles, the sour beer styles. Mm. So because, uh, yeah, if you if you have a wheat beer, yeah, you have uh, a light wheat beer, you have a dark uh, blah, 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 and wheat bock, you have minimum three styles just for wheat Weizen beer. Um, what's just um, with the with the uh, plateau, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong, and uh, why not for for sour beers? Yeah, you have Goose, Gose, Berliner Weisse, eventually Lichtenhainer, mm. but then it's it's not definite defined um, styles. Yeah, you're actually sour beers, and it's but. And, yeah. and interestingly, in um, homebrew competitions and the like, you know, a lot of people have to enter their beers into a fruit beer category, even if they're making a like a fruited, slightly tart, sourish ale, it needs to go into this like catch all, which is a fruit beer, or, mm -hmm. you know, you can't almost put it into a Berliner Weiss because it's not, it doesn't match those criteria. It can't go into a Goza or a Gerza because it doesn't match those. So it gets lumped into things. So it's not really a problem that only Berliner Weiss has, but yeah, it's, it's a thing. Like the it. taxonomy of beer names and categorization is a really big topic. Yeah, that's true. That's true, especially in, in sour beers. So, and yeah. why not start it with this a little bit fantasy name of 
uh, special beers, yeah? So why not, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. We need we need more fantasy in this, and not just <laughs> call it uh, after German cities. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So, and then we point. don't have the problem with this Berliner Weisse name. You have to have you have to brew it in Berlin. It is just a style. You, exactly, yeah. yeah, and it should be Berliner Weiss style rather than yeah. Berliner Weiss, you know. And it's like yes. you're still uh, paying homage to <laughs> Berliner Weiss. Yeah, but I, I would I would prefer also um, to brew uh, to to call the the Kettlesauer style. Mm. Yes, even yeah. when they brewed in Berlin. Because I agree because I think that the distinction between adding Brett and just kettle souring is big enough to warrant its own category. Yeah, it's hugely different taste. Yeah, I completely mm. agree. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. different, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to, yeah, to the point that a, a beer brewed with Brett, even if it's got lactobacillus, will never be as sour as a kettle sour beer. That's what I think. Well, you can change the pH, obviously, but Brett adds something different to sourness it's tartness rather than sourness right and Metal kettle souring you can go very sour beer sour exactly acids so fatty mm. acids but yes. it didn't didn't make sour so exactly you, but you definitely need uh lactobacillus or uh and sour tasting part mm. of this beer else it's really awful <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in in my studies, I had to to try so nine. I had nine different Brettanomyces strains, and of course, I have to try all of them. Right. Also, just just clean uh, Brettanomyces uh, broth brothers beers. Oh wow! It was interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, not that good oh yeah, yeah that's, that would be so tough. i totally understand why the people said oh that's awful so <laughs> oh no this is off flavor it'll, yeah. it'll never um yeah it doesn't have enough of its own flavor compounds to add much it needs to rely on the base whether it's something like a stout or whether it's something sour it needs that thing to work its magic it's really like an alchemical sort of reaction isn't it it's not it's not simple mm. not simple at all what is simple <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well and maybe maybe some of that variety you can see i wonder if you want to just tell us about some of some of the beers you brew now because i think they're all so different uh again just the ones i've tried and how you've kind of arrived at some of those and what's kind of in the standard lineup and maybe if you've got any specials coming up too we'd love to know kind of what's What's day to day and what's kind of a one-off or maybe seasonal that you brew there? Yeah, damn, I I'm really really bad prepared, <laughs> so I had to have some some beers here, right? <laughs> so with the labels. Ah, oh, you don't so, need labels, yeah. Nah, yeah, you you have to you have to look to the eventually to to our website, and you will find some. Uh, you will find uh, our core range. The core range is Malena. This is the Berliner Weisse without anything, so just how it have to have to be. Um, so with three and a half percent alcohol and yeah, different taste when it's different old, right? Mm. Because it changed the, yeah. the the taste also, yeah. Um, and this is uh, the most interesting part of this this day, I would say. Um, and then we have Kennedy. And uh, Kennedy is dry hopped. So I, I called it Kennedy because Kennedy said this stuff. So ich bin ein oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the, the, the Berliner would, would say, Weiße, Weste, Weste. <laughs> <laughs> so was we, you know. Um, and it sounds like, uh, ich bin ein Berliner, Weiße. <laughs> and <laughs> also it's, uh, it's the American... Uh, so cold hopping is American way to flavor a beer mm. with hops. So for a traditional Berliner or a German brewer, it's it's quite strange because usually we, we just used it in, in hot um, 
part, so not in the cold part. Uh, so we just had mostly the, the bitter substances in the beer. Mm. And that's not important in, in Berliner Weisse, right? Because eggs don't get sour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, so I start using first, in, in the first years also with American hops, because in studies I had more experiences with American hops. Mm. Uh, but then I had to think about it makes eventually better, more local. Mm. And also the German uh, hoppy, uh, new hope, hop, <laughs> hop farmers, hope farmers are also, <laughs> uh, hop, hop, hop farmers um, uh, have new interesting varieties. Mm. So eventually uh, a German beer style fits better to, ge or German hops fits better to German beer style. And so I use mostly German hops now. So like Monroe fits perfectly to, to Kennedy, right? And uh, <laughs> um, Callista is quite interesting. And now I have a, an interesting hops called Zeus with the numbers quite All right. new. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's uh, in, in the last half a year. So the, the hops, I, I dry hop it with it. So, and so it changed also mm. with, the, with the hops. So I don't want to, to call it different because it's a technique to make right. it. So, yeah. and also the beer changed anyway why I have to keep the same hops. So it's also a development. So in the, uh, in the beer and uh, I want to, it makes it more also attractive to, to, the, to the consumers, not to keep the, the same uh, taste because yeah. I said it changed anyway. Um, and so, yeah, different hops makes it also different. Uh, and interesting. And the uh, third um, Berliner Weisse is um, Jasmine. Um, Jasmine is called, I call this Jasmine because uh, there are Jasmine flowers inside. <laughs> and um, yeah, it comes because I drank in US once a beer with this Jasmine flowers and I liked it. And I'm more um, a flower girl. So I like flowers and like to, to brew with uh, because yeah, with fruits brew the others. Yeah. So, yeah. And why not? Yeah, it's, uh, it's also different. Exactly. So, if you have your what, own brewery mm -hmm. then you and you like flowers, you brew with flowers. That's why you have your yeah, own brewery, that's it. right? Also, <laughs> also. What I love about and, those, um, yeah. Yeah, fruits is fruits. And fruits are just ripe once a year, mostly. Mm, yeah. So, or you have to to take uh, frozen fruits. Right, why? yeah. And why everyone's doing it, like you say, it's better to be unique and do your own thing. Yeah. Local, local, Absolutely. unique. Um, yeah more other tastes so so yeah <laughs> what what i love about this is that it's it's like taking one or two really good recipes and then changing one or two small things each time so let's take this recipe and age it for three months six months one year two years 10 years 11 years whatever the case is and that's the only thing that changes then it's okay let's take the same recipe and add in jasmine flowers let's take this recipe and add in i don't know woodruff or whatever's coming next i think yeah. it's really really cool or change just the hops like it's yeah. awesome don't to be able to don't, focus uh, in on one don't style. change uh, the and also when you when you put uh, fruits inside then you add more liquid then you add mm. more water from the yeah. from the uh, fruits and also the sugar and the sugar changed changes also because you increase also the uh, the Stammwürze, yeah, kind of. And uh, with flowers, it's not that much. It's just aroma, yeah. yeah. 
So, um, and then I have uh, two special beers in my um, core range. What's not that that local? <laughs> it's a ginger ale in a weiss style uh, with orange and pomegranate and lemon zests. Yum. And uh, it's called Ulmgard. And um, then I have hot Ulmi with habaneros because I missed a little bit uh, um, the spiciness of ginger. <laughs> and with habanero, this imitates nice the spiciness. So so it's it's not a real Berliner Weiss because our roots inside. <laughs> right. And this, uh, <laughs> these um, peels. So on, on this on this point, I would say it's not a Berliner Weiss anymore. Then, yeah, because it's a lot of roots. Right. That's <laughs> yeah, nice adjacent, or yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> Uli, oh. what would you say is the biggest difference between a fresh Berliner Weiss and an aged Berliner Weiss in terms of the flavor and the aroma and the complexity? I am complexity, of course. Yeah, you you said the uh, Breton Musus increased it, increased it. Yeah, and in in really fresh, I call it baby weiße. <laughs> you have no or not that much um, uh, Breton Musus flavor. So and also it's a little bit, um, it's like a baby. Yeah. So um, uh, for for me it's a it's a whole. Uh, life of a Berliner Weisse, like a whole life of a, yeah, like a person kind of. So you start. It starts with, um, with uh, um, the um, marriage of the of the uh, of the words and the, mm. the process. So uh, in the moment, yeah. Um, so it don't come from from itself because in the moment it's also a um, controlled mixed fermentation. I leave them ferment together, but uh, I can't brew each week, and so it's not possible to develop a nice mixed culture. So. Um, and uh, but I hope I, I will I could could do it next next year then to start with it. And uh, so I have um, Lactobacillus and Saccharomyces broth beer. And with the marriage, uh, I start the Berliner Weisse. And uh, in this point, they start also grow, uh, growing together and fermenting together, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so, of course, baby weiße, it's not that complex. So, of course, the bread and muses started working, but um, of course, you could also taste it. It's it's different to the to a to a wheat beer, of course, but you still taste the wheat beer character also, and then gets really sour. So over the first year, so. Sometimes, it, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like a teenager there with lots of attitude. Uh, this um, teenager phase, so the the pu puberty, I call it puberty. <laughs> it's after four four and a half months. Often, it tastes like nothing. Oh, funny. So you you taste it all. Uh, uh, last week was better, <laughs> so, <laughs> but but you know this this puberty uh, yeah. Uh, don't know uh, you want it right or left or you want your special or you want together. Mostly you want together and be gray, have have gray jackets. Bloß nicht, also I am I'm part of a messes, kind of, yeah, and quite boring. Mostly they are boring. <laughs> around and uh, so aging, maturating, kind of, yeah, 
I know my, my daughter is in the moment in this age. Yep. <laughs> and so uh, this is puberty and the Berliner Weisse is something like this also. And, uh, but it, it, it's, it's just some weeks. So, and then it's a young adult. So, uh, and in this um, age, it starts also being less sour, but slowly, not, mm -hmm. not fast. Yeah. Not so, oh yeah. Now it's, now it's six months old. Now it's not that sour. That's not true. <laughs> this, okay. uh, this effect comes so around one and a half year in one and a half. Okay. Year. So then it starts being more wine-like, uh, more, um, of course, it's complex then also. Uh, sometimes it's decrease the sourness this much that it seems kind of bitter. Huh, so, okay. And um, in the first year I opened uh, beers because I thought, so eh, it's not sour anymore. Nobody would think this is a Berliner Weisse. So uh, then I opened all the bottle <laughs> again and um, um, blended again with, with uh, sour young beers. <laughs> I can imagine uh, the people 300 years ago liked um, this when it's not that sour. And they, prefer, they preferred it then. Because, um, yeah, they like uh, Lagerbier so much mm. that I can imagine eventually they, they, um, they liked it a lot <laughs> when it's exactly not that sour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, in our days, so the people, when they want to build an advisor, then they know, oh, it's sour. And yeah. it right. have to be sour, kind of. Yeah. That's the association that That's I've different. always had with it is sour or tart. So it's, it's really interesting to know that, you know, obviously as it ages, it isn't necessarily that tart or sour because Brett doesn't do that. You know, that's the lactobacillus. But I mean, what does an 11 year old Berliner Weiss taste like? Hmm. Different. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we're going to have to come to your. You, you to have your to try it. To, to find you, you can't yeah. describe it. It's a little bit wine like. So, mm. and uh, of course, like a Berliner Weisse, fruity, uh, floral, depends on, yeah. Also, yeah. it depends how you store it. And right. What's. So each bottle is the, an environment itself, yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't have a, a 13 years old bottles, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because I started the commercial uh, brewery in 16, 2016, yeah. so quite late. So I'm quite green in the, uh, behind the ears <laughs> still yeah. and I still learn so this is um, definitely um, and so but but you can also taste the differences between mm. the, the young one and the, the old ones so, so and cool. also I, I did some some um, uh, trials with different Bretomyces strains also in some some batches Mm. Oh, see, <laughs> yeah, experimentation. We're fascinated yeah. by all of this. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Of um. course, I have to find the bottles. <laughs> no, they're somewhere in, uh, <laughs> in the pellets. Uh. All labeled somewhere. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to start wrapping up in yeah, a minute. That's also a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But I, I do want to say first off, I'm, I'm wearing, I've got the t-shirt, the uh, which again, I love the branding, the beautiful snowy owl, the, the literal schneeule, better? Yeah. Getting there? Getting there. Thank um, you. Yes. Yeah, so, so how, if someone's visiting Berlin, what's their, their best way to, to find you and uh, try all your beers? The best way to find uh, me is in the Salon. This is in, in Wedding. 
So technically it's Mitte, but it's not really Mitte. So <laughs> you have to go more in the north, yeah, in the in the freaky wedding. So and uh, the station is Rehberge, and then you have it's, it's just around the corner there. So a really small uh, bar, but you can um, try there a lot of specials, um, the normal core range, of course, and also old beers. Oh, okay, old and, beers, we're um, all making notes. Yep. Yeah, definitely, so, so till, till 2016. And you can also bring your not sour beer-like friend with you, <laughs> because we have also uh, uh, Franconian beers. <laughs> ah, lovely. Yeah. Oh, see, a whole other conversation there too. Oh my gosh, so much we could talk about. Yeah, so <laughs> Franconian lagers is also really, really a theme. So because my husband is from Franconia and um, we both love the beers because they're really good lagers. So of course they're not hoppy, uh, not now nah, often not hoppy. <laughs> Mm. Um, but really good, by the way. And I'm also a big fan of Urige Alt, for example. Mm. So it's a, another um, top fermenting beer style uh, from Düsseldorf. So, um, yeah, and so on. So a little bit mm. uh, uh, um, hoppy beers, of course, all these craft beers, no, not all. <laughs> Some, <laughs> just <laughs> some, because it's really small. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So and and sometimes I have also yeah. When 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 we talk, we just talked about the the core range. We could also talk about the special and the collaborations Ooh, because oh, yeah. this is also interesting. Because um, of course, I don't like it boring, <laughs> and. Uh, the people came sometimes with their their beers and uh, for example corona times was quite hard for the most clean beer brewers because they have a shelf life for max a year right so and then they are good yeah and so uh, they had a lot of beers left and oh, oh, especially these these hoppy beers yeah, uh, uh, it's it's a problem, yeah, with them and the age. But yeah, had bread. <laughs> <laughs> mix them, them, mix them with an old bill. Mix them with a bill and I make a new style. I love it. Yeah, you can refresh them. This is yes. uh, really the the aha of this time. So uh, take an IPA, um, put some lactobacillus and brettanomyces inside. And then it will come for new life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I think we need a trip to Berlin. Yeah, ladies. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We need to come yeah. to the salon. I mean, th this was also something really interesting was that you opened up in 2020 and your 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 pub or your bar there is serving all these different um, aged varieties and all of your different collaborations. But I love that because everything is bottle conditioned, that it seems like you've got a pub of bottles, um, you know, as opposed to taps. And I'm sure that there are other things, but that was just awesome to me. I thought that was a cool concept. Yeah, we just have four, four taps. Four. Mm. Okay. Four. So two very, sours very cool. and two normals. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. See, I feel like we're only scratching the surface. We need to, you know, we, we definitely need to come visit and see these Franconian loggers and, you know, yeah. really do some proper, proper reconnaissance. But uh, I know we're, we're running short on time, but I want to see first, Katie, do you have any other questions before we let Ulrika go? Oh, I think I'm good. I just can't wait to go to vetting and, and try it all out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it'll be our tour guide and tandy i'm sure you have a list of very technical questions you'd love to dive into but that's something for over we'll, more years 
<laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do it when we visit. Don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll we'll start to go ahead and wrap up then. So I want to say, Ulrika, thank you so much for taking time out. We are fascinated by this, and I think there's so much more clearly we could dive into and and get into some of the minutiae of some of these things. They're fascinating, but definitely we want to come out and uh, drink some more of your lovely beer, but we will put the, the link in the show notes. Uh, folks in Ireland, you can absolutely order online and it will come. It's not too ridiculously expensive. And I will say the bottles arrived just fine when we ordered some. So fantastic yeah. stuff. And of course, uh, if anyone is in Berlin, go there. But I'll say again, uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Again, we're at Beer Ladies Pod on most of the socials or Beer Ladies Podcast on Facebook. And again, we have our link tree. You can find that, support us there. But with that, I'll say thank you again and goodbye from all of us. We'll see you next week. Thanks all. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.